Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Number three, stop searching for reasons and stop resting on promises. Stop searching for reasons, start resting on promises. Interesting, we sang all your promises. Here's one, Isaiah 26, 3. He will keep blockade you in perfect peace, shalom, shalom, whose minds are stayed on him because you trust him. Who are the ones that God, God keeps? Who are the ones that God keeps in perfect peace? Keep your mind on him. You will keep guard like a garrison in perfect peace, shalom, shalom, all those who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So where must our thoughts be? Fixed on him. So I'm, I'm not saying the train wreck's not real, okay? I'm not saying tragedy's not real. What I'm saying is God can bring us through that. That's a promise. We read this a couple weeks ago. Proverbs 1, 33. But the one who listens to me shall live in security and will be at ease from the dread of harm. Solomon said that to his son, which is the word of God. Listen to what I say. And you'll live in the dread of harm. So, um, a few weeks ago I was in a public place and this guy walked in. He does like this and I go over and he's going through a hard time. He's a Christian around town and he's had a bad, real bad report from the doctor and he's telling me the bad report, you know, and so, you know, want me to pray? And so I said, okay, let's pray. He goes, no, I'm going to finish telling you. All right. <laughs> anyway, so he's telling me. It's a legitimate physical concern. Legitimate. And then he goes, I don't understand why. I don't understand why I got cancer. Now, well, the Bible says it rains from the just and the unjust. Yeah, but I don't eat this and I don't eat that and I don't put this in my body. I don't put that in my body. I'm like, yeah, like that's that's legit, man. Like, Job was the most upright man in the world. Look what happened to him. <laughs> and I tried in that little. I tried to navigate him from moving from having to have his questions answered to resting in the promises of God. There have been times in all of our lives where we've had a question for God. We go, God, why? Why? And I'm just saying if we sit around and wait for the answer, we might be there a while. Maybe God will honor those that don't have the answer, but trust Him anyway. Like the psalmist. Amen. So stop living in the past. Live in our present. Stop focusing on yourself and situations. Start focusing on the Savior. Stop searching for reasons and start resting on promises. And number four, stop fighting the battle alone and start forming godly friendships. Stop trying to fight the battle alone and start forming godly friendships. This past week, Proverbs we read 
this verse. A friend is always loyal. Sticks closer to you than a brother. And a brother is born to help in time of need. And so when I was driving in this morning, um, that statement right there was not even on my radar about the train wrecking our lives. And I remember reading that verse this past week, so I pulled over in somebody's front yard um, and pulled out my Bible app and read that Proverbs 17, 17 again. Because men in the church are all about quoting that passage. A friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. And so sitting in that yard, my mind went to a man in my life who's that brother. He lives in a different state. We've been physically separated for 30 years. But we're like another brother from another mother. Is that right? We're like brothers from another mother. We have walked through some things together. And when he's either in a wreck or getting close to the train wreck, he'll call or text. We don't, we don't talk every week. Sometimes we don't talk every month. And when I'm in a train wreck or headed there, I'll reach out to him. And so I went, you know, I just need to remind him. So I sent him a text. That verse, thanks for being that friend and brother all these years. I can tell him anything. There are only two or three men in my life I can tell anything with confidence to know it'll stay there and I believe they're not going to think the worst of me. This dude's one of them. He's going to love me through it. He's one of them. And so like I'm like wiping my tears away thinking about him and then halfway in the midst of our worship service he got it and goes, thank you brother. And I go, man, you know everybody needs a brother. That's why community is so important in the family of God. That's why spiritual leaders all over the landscape are brokenhearted because the church is so fragmented now and the church doesn't seem to want... I mean, are we gathering together? Are we living together in community like we need each other? And what happens is we get isolated and the enemy picks us off. Then what happens is sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so are isolated the force of hell come against them. Nobody knows about it. The devil picks them off. They get offended at you because you didn't know. And you just didn't know because they've isolated themselves. What if, what if somebody knew about sister so-and-so? What about sister so-and-so had a real sister? What about brother so-and-so had a real brother, real friend? What if it's only one? And his life is falling apart. He goes to that one. Say, brother. I need, and, and that, that's a negative shifting I've seen in the church in America. We, we don't, like, I, like, I'd be like, I don't worry, Nick, I'd be like, no, like, no, come gather with us. We're all messed up too. 
Come gather with us. You got a headache? We're going to lay hands and pray. Maybe you'll get healed. You feel lonely? Yeah. Hey, I had COVID in June. The worst part of COVID was being cooped up in a room for five days. That's the worst part. It wasn't the COVID, just for me. I know some of y'all almost died. I know Russell almost died. So I wasn't in a hospital room. The worst part for me was being cooped up in a room for five days, you know, to keep y'all safe. I saw that man's enemy comes in. Enemy gets in your mind. So number four, stop fighting alone. Start forming. I don't mean like acquaintances. Everybody needs at least one body. That's right. Everybody needs at least one body. So, if you had a train wreck of the day last week, well, let's just say you got a train wreck tomorrow. Hopefully, these will help you out. <laughs> like, I don't want my train wreck to go from a day to a week or a week to a season or a season to a life. Your life is a train wreck. Don't be like Jonah. Don't resign yourself to thinking. Just throw me overboard. I'll be better. You'll be better. The whole world will be better. That is not God's plan for your life. When I move to that place, I am now playing the God of my own life. God has a plan and purpose for us. Thank the Lord, Jonah changed his mind in the belly of the fish. And you can see the story of redemption when he called on the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, we bless you today. Lord, I know this has been a heavy topic. And yet, Lord, I think if we're honest, most of us have at least thought one time in our lives, you know, if I just went to sleep, everything would be all right. I think, I think that about us. I'm, I'm not thinking bad of us. I think more than 50% of the people watching live today have at least had that thought one time. You know what? It, I just wish, if I could just go to sleep, <laughs> could go to sleep and not wake up. Don't be like John. Refocus everything back to the Lord and his plan and purpose. So, Father, for those that the thoughts are going through their minds right now, I pray that you'll bring divine revelation from your word by your spirit who they are in you and who you want them to be. You have a purpose and a plan for every single person. Jesus, you said... The thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You came to give life, and life more abundantly. Thank you for abundant life. In Jesus' name, amen.